Welcome to podcast 288 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Joe, Doop, and Paul. Who's Paul? Who knows? Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. 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 I'm Paul. Hello. Patrick. Patrick. Apparently, back, we're Patrick. going to talk about football manager this week, and people are going to cry if we don't. So let's start talking about football manager Fuck immediately him. for the entire duration. Um, so this week's pod. Uh, Dupe is going to be revealing a, penis. a new save. Uh, or that, alternatively. <laughs> I, mean, I could probably get away with doing that and nobody will know. We will. Well, yeah, you will, but you've seen it all before. So, And then after Dupe save update, we'll also be talking about what we think might be changing in the winter update, which we are yet to see yet, but it may be out by the time this pod is released. It might not be. You'll know as much as we do because we're recording this well ahead of time. And then if we do have time towards the end, there'll be a quiz from Mad and we'll see if he can live up to the expectations that Dupe is, well, expecting. Anyway. Never have. Dupe, new save, who dis, what's going on? You, you've you've been very coy about this. You've not even told us. You've just been sort of little, little sneaky hints here and there, but nothing really other than vagueness. So... Lay it on us. What's what's going well, on? I think I think I think before you do that, Hang on, you've I got to tell to... them why you're a pussy and pulling out the 1860 <laughs> Well, yes, please. Before, before we do that, are you saying if this goes on for long enough, we haven't got to do a quiz? I think you should start at the top and guess this next save. All right, I'm good. I'm I'm too tired for that. Okay. Yes. Uh, hello. My name is Dupe, and I am a pussy, and I am pulling out. Uh, which I wish I did a couple of times, uh, from the 1860 save, because it's too hard. There you go. That's I'm going to play a little... The new save isn't going to take offline, like, isn't going to be played offline at all, so I don't need to do that, but I'm going to be playing it off the 1860 offline, and I will update the thread every now and then, but it's just... I'm nine seasons in, and I ain't that close, like, even to winning a, a league yet, and I'm 40 fucking leagues behind. Like, Which is a few more than it's. What was it when it started? 30, 37. Six, no, seven. Okay. Uh, sorry, yeah. 34. There were 34. Shit, they've won yeah. it eight times apart from once. No, they've won it seven times in the eight seasons. So, Christ. yeah, and I'm just about to start season nine. Um, So I play it offline, but I'll be honest, it's a bit of a, it's a grind. It's a hell of a grind, which I knew it would be a grind, but I thought we'd be winning by now. Um, And I don't want, I don't want the, the new gen to die. Um. You know, we've seen enough death recently. So I feel that personally, uh, it's time to say goodbye for now. And then maybe we'll touch upon it. Maybe like at the end of the of the cycle, we might bring it back out alive and kicking. But at the moment, we're going to put it to the back of the shelf alongside my porno mags and my Walkman. So the new save. The new save is... Uh, me and Joe have been talking about the new save for a long time, haven't we, Joe? What, what we talked about this morning? Yes. Oh, yeah, I just... Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so I text Joe this morning. Uh, I went and saw Joe last weekend, and I said, oh, Joe, we're going to... In this time, we're going to talk about the save that we're going to do, and we didn't mention it ever again. And then I texted him this morning. I was like, Joe, you got any ideas for a save? Because I want to start a new save. And he comes back with a great idea, and I've just gone with that, basically. Um, and that's the save we're going to do. So I am, even though I said last week I probably would never do it, I am going to manage Manchester City. Oh. No. I'm going to manage a Manchester City side 
has been relegated to League Two. Stripped of all their assets, all their players, their stadium. All the pots and all their pans. Everything. All they're allowed is this, like the stuff that happened before Pep. And there's no players that Pep didn't sign. So all the youth players will stay, though. But apart from that, everything else will be stripped from them. Finances, owners, everything. And uh, I need to... Get, oh, you're going to get rid of the owners as well? We didn't talk about that. Everything. Everything's gone. We're going to be completely starting from New Manchester City in League Two. See, I'd, I'd keep the stadium. I'd keep the owners because that's the fun bit. Is that but the problem with can, that... They can back you. Okay. So let's say we keep the owners. Fine. If we keep the stadium, they pay £4 million a month in rental, rental yeah. cut charges. I, won't, I, can't, I haven't got that money. No, uh, but they're sugar daddies. Oh, see, I think, I think if, that's if, a if this much. If this happened in real life, they wouldn't be stripped of their stadium because that's not owned by the Premier League. But they wouldn't Do you think they'd still, like, would, would well, they, they still would, sell it out? They're Qatari mm. owned, aren't they? Whatever they're, UAE or whatever it is. Okay, so there's a few little things that we've got to tweak. But that is the main premise of the save. What they would probably do, they would probably buy the stadium so then but, you don't rent it. Right. But we wouldn't be able to do that in, in FM. Anyway, we'll, we'll tweak it through and we, we, you know, we'll release some more stuff on it. But that's going to be what we're going to do. Um, we need to flesh this out a bit more so we haven't got a quiz. Yeah, okay, yeah. So um, the, the kind of the one thing I would like to do with it is, um, you know, obviously the, the sponsors are going to be very heavy driven on it so we can do some new kits because I want to get rid of those fucking horrible kits they got now. Um, and also, I feel that we should go back to the old badge, you know, because I think it would be nice to go back to the old badge uh, as it's a, like the reborn, of the rebirth of the club. Um, I decided the FC Manchester of, of City. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, personally, I think League Two's the shout because I don't want to try and get out of the conference because that's tough. Um, uh, yeah, and we're going to kind of get through the few, first few seasons on using the youth players and any young players we can pick up. And then basically have to build a brand new team squad to, yeah, to venture I, up I the league. I think I, w I would keep the owners because it's their fault that they've been relegated. Okay, I'd like I'd that. Keep, I'd keep the stadium because that wouldn't go in reality. So we'd have I to mean, drop it, the realistically, rental charges. Maybe make them own the stadium. Which you can do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Matt's going to help me with the uh, with the editor. I think. Because uh, <laughs> I think releasing releasing all of the players is good. Yes. Uh, all the senior players. Yeah. So what I've because I've just been playing around with it today. Uh, well, tonight once I got in, and it looks like um, like they have like a, a massive golfing class uh, of obviously their their first eleven compared to the the rest of the team. Uh, the only one is Phil Foden's twenty two, so I thought. 22 and like 21 and above so i keep all the the um 20s and the rest go because they in also reality have... he would probably go you could just send him out on loan somewhere couldn't you but sergio gomez is on there as well and he's yeah, obviously just been brought in and he's only he's only like nine uh, 20 so i want 21 so i want to get rid of yeah, him as well he's been bought by pep though hasn't he yeah yeah so he's Pep's got train. he's got to go just fuck him off so we're going to have some players such as Liam Delap's De De going to be there. Uh, Cole Palmer's going to be there. McAtee. Um, sorry? Is it McAtee? Yeah. The lad you heard to? Yeah, McAtee. Mac James McAtee's going to be there. So, uh, so we are going to have KK is going to have Tommy to go. Tommy Doyle as well. KK is going to have to go because he was brought in. Callum Doyle is going to be there. Yeah, players of that elk. Um, 
And yeah, we're basically gonna just see what we can do. Yeah, you got you got to nerf their reputation. Yeah. Oh, Rico Lewis is gonna stay because he was uh, brought through. The um, good news for you, Doop, is there's a player in the academy of City, and I think he's in game, and he's Emil Heskey's son. Yeah, Jaden Heskey. Yeah, he's got to go. Yeah, he's got to go. Does he have to go because he's there for the pep rain, Is it? Because he was bought in, yeah, he didn't. Are you just gonna have to sign Stephen Ireland then in fucking Elano or something? Elano, what a player! <laughs> so that's kind of like I said, we have got a bit to flesh out. That's kind of the the, 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 the premise it. behind it. We will be kind of putting bits on Twitter shortly, um, and kind of I will be taking uh, a little any ideas that people have got, any kind of suggestions that to make it harder slash easier slash a bit more enjoyable. Um, I'm hoping because what we're going to talk about in a minute with the update, that the update kind of lands Saturday, Sunday this week, or Friday this week, sorry, which is not that far. But that gives me Saturday, Sunday to kind of work off the new database. That'd be quite nice. Editor Matt, question for you. Here we go. Can you make them play behind closed doors? Yes. So like in a stadium ban? Yep, I've, I've already yeah, worked that, that in. That, that could be a thing, because then you get no revenue from... Yeah, support Well, I suppose bands. no one turns up anyway, do they? So. No, I mean, I was going to say, we could just class, we could just give them their season ticket holders, no one turns up. But you can either give them a number of matches or you can give them a start date. And that can be in league, cup, domestic, continental, international, or any, any of the sorts. Um, you can give them up to 127 matches banned uh, or a unlimited amount of date, as you wish. You're going to have transfer fun. Transfer embargo thing as well, right? We're going to uh Well, we're going to transfer embargo them um, for the first two years and just... Uh, for anyone over the age of 21 I think it was um, which is something that FFP teams have been struck with before is there there's precedent for this is there like Rangers maybe like could you go back and have a look at what happened Rang when Rangers they, was we they, don't that was a, a new club effect new club yeah Juventus. and it's difficult to kind of work out on Sunday League football it's like, more there's well, not much you look at Juventus probably are the biggest club to have the big the, the drop the strips the, of a league and then obviously relegated. Could you look at the, the editor from English that, examples that though? Are um championship clubs, Blackburn, Forest, both had transfer embargoes for FFP infringements. Mm. Um Derby? but that was at a time when yeah. FM didn't implement it correctly. Mm. So there were when okay. they were under transfer embargo, they were only allowed to sign. They were allowed to sign players on emergency loan or short-term loans, and on with players of a wage of under ten grand a week. And as long as you do that, um, you could sign them on a free. But FM just did a blanket ban, so you couldn't sign anyone. Chelsea, Chelsea had it as well, right? Yeah. When, uh, when Frank Chelsea first came here. Yeah. Frank, uh, Chelsea going to have it again in the next couple of years, anyway. So. Probably, they'll probably nah. be in exactly the same boat City are in now. I was reading somewhere, tangent, real life football alert, that um, kind of... So turn off turn off your speakers now. <laughs> uh, City <laughs> are obviously in the shit with it. Chelsea are next in line to be in the shit for it. Can you guess who's third? In the Premier Southampton. League. Southampton. Manchester United. Are just as close as Chelsea at this current moment in time in failing FFP. Um, I think if they don't make no the Champions, Champions League, League this year, no. they will fail FFP next year. That's like as bad as it, you know, as it's really? going to be. This is what I was reading. I think uh, Kieran Maguire tweeted, retweeted something about it. It's probably because they pay fucking extortionate wages. Extortionate wages, extortionate 
like fees? No, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think the fees are that. When you look at how much they've actually spent, I think you look at their revenue that they produce globally. Correct, but the one of our big downfalls is something that we've mentioned a few times is the fact that our net spend is also our kind of our transfers in, transfers out. I should yeah. say, and our money in is terrible. We don't well, yeah. sell players very well at all. Yeah, that's that's the thing as well because when you like say Chelsea have bought a player in on eight year contracts and it's written down over eight years, if you sell a player say for forty million, it goes forty million straight on the FFP. Yeah, not forty million over a number of years. So that's how they do it. That's why I think Chelsea will be okay because they got about eighty players. So as yeah. long as they sell players. But I can guess Lukaku's going to go soon, right? Well, you say if Lukaku, if if he goes, but obviously you know, he he's like a seventy-five million pound player. He's been previously. Yeah. I don't think if he stays at Inter, then they're, they're never going to pay that. They'll probably, I reckon, they might swap him for Lautaro Martinez. Mm, Inter could could be a deal there, which doesn't impact FFP at all by swapping a player. So it's like players like Conor Gallagher and players like that that they'll probably get a good fee for because they've got English tax. Hudson Odoi, players like that. That would if they whatever they sell them for comes straight off the FFP rather than it being like a staggered staggered number. Right now, everyone can turn their their speakers back on. Have they turned them back on if they've heard this though? Pardon? Or not heard this because they won't have heard this bit. Just guess. <laughs> guess when to turn back on. It, but I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot we can tweak with it. Obviously, um, we can also give them a European ban as well, so they can't participate in Europe for X amount of years, which would stifle. Um, they're obviously not going to get any parachute payments going, getting relegated down to League Two. Um, we are going to kind of be my own little FFP kind of rule book, really, because we're we're making I'm making it up as we go along. My but my question to to this is what are you doing to restructure and oh, like the, the rest question. of the league going up? There's going to be one happy man uh, that I know and maybe a few others. Um, we are relegating, uh, sorry, we're promoting the teams that came, uh, that lost the playoff finals. So Mansfield would be promoted, Wickham would be promoted to the championship and then Huddersfield would be promoted to the Premier League. With so Colin, you're not repri- rather than pr- reprieving those mm-hmm. that would have gone down. Correct. Well, instead. the three would have gone down anyway, right? So uh, this way is just a, a nice way of mixing up the leagues a bit as well, right? Make it a bit more exciting for others um, because uh, who came? I can't remember who came. Eighteenth, seventeenth. Uh, sorry, no, eighteenth would have been Watford. Watford was oh, it? Watford? Oh, Brain, brain the fact that you don't remember them means they don't exactly. deserve to be up. Yeah. Uh, Burnley, Burnley. Oh yeah, exactly. And, and they're doing great. We don't want to wreck that for them because um, they were never a sack dice. The kind of the snowball effect would have been huge. Um, the butterfly effect change would be just far too much. So yeah, that's the plan with that one is to kind of move them up um, and uh, go with that. And the other thing was to track the players that get released. Correct. Yeah, that's going to be exciting to see where these players Imagine get starting to. a Man City save and not having Haaland. Not having Haaland, yeah. Bernardo, so all these players, it'd be so interesting to see who picks them up, where they go. And so you're just going to leave them like unassigned. out in the open? Yep, absolutely unassigned at the start of the, start of the save. Um, Fucking carnage. <laughs> quite like that. Yeah, it will be. It will be, uh, especially when we um, disable the first transfer window. 
<laughs> we can't. Because they have three chances, so I'm assuming you can make them. You pick up you, uh, you could make them unavailable. Like, as in, so, like, even if the... So, you can dis- you could disable the transfer winner, but you, they would be able to sign them because they are free, free just, just yeah. transfer. Just let them go. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Because when Mbappe's left PSG before, he stays on a free transfer for quite a while. Because obviously his wages are massive. What, just a rolling contract? No, no he just... He just, no, he he just get, hangs he, around. Like, he leaves the club. Yeah. Oh, okay, no uh, one and picks him up. No one, no one signs him because obviously right. he's got a massive wage. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. when you look, you think of some of the big city players, like, you know, two, three hundred grand a week, clubs might not be able to sign them because they haven't got the space in their wage budget. It'll be, it's, it's quite a cool experiment anyway, just to see what happens with them. Like, they'll all go to Newcastle. Retire because they've not been signed. Yeah. <laughs> or they just Newcastle become city. Yeah, absolutely mad. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the first thoughts and the, the first few kind of, premises that we want to kind of go down but when we kind of dig deeper into the the, the editor that there may be other boxes that we tick and um obviously after a few seasons of it I'll, I'll make it available for people to play and and stuff like that so they can have their own experiences with it but apart from that that's pretty much all i can think of right this second seeing as it's only kind of been thought thought about and decided today so if this save goes well, you know, the same way like Palermo and Forest Green and 1860 yeah. of years gone by, no, are we going to no, see a Man City kid on the wall? No, no fucking chance, no. <laughs> no. You're more likely to see a, uh, a Celtic or a Rangers shirt on the wall than a City shirt. <laughs> I, I was going to say, um, if you need any help with the editor, Mad can tell you how to be unsackable. Yeah, I might need that. Mm. Um, yeah, Yeah, ring me. I can't wait to get City up to the Premier League and then get them relegated to the Championship and just sit there for 10 years. It's going to be great. It's good times. Call me Duke. The only thing that I can see you having not so much fun with will be replacing City in continental competition yeah. in the first season. That's kind of a little That's bit why of a I'm just trying to work out how we're, going to do, how we're doing that now as we speak. Um, yeah, I look forward to that chat, Matt, we have about that. <laughs> Just, just make, right, just, and on that bombshell, just make it up. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a bit more difficult than that from what I when I've looked at it in the past. But anyway, we will we will not, even though it's entirely football manager related, we won't bore anyone any further because uh, let's move on to talking about the winter update. Obviously, the transfer window, quote unquote, slammed shut, and it will soon be time for SI to release the winter update although we don't know of the exact date currently um past couple of years uh fm22 the update l- landed on february the 24th and then fm21 read the 22nd so uh, if they're going to be on brand we're expecting it next week at some point so at the point of time when you're hearing this pod you may well have already seen it as we mentioned earlier so in anticipation of that, we thought it would be a good time to speculate about some of the main teams and individual upgrades and attribute boosts that we expect to see based on what has happened this season so far. And as we know, these winter updates can be a bit reactionary and based off three months worth of form, um, for better or for worse. And anyone remember uh, Messer Wayne Rooney getting a massive upgrade in his heading because he went on a bit of a scoring spree with headed goals? Um, so we might see some of those, but um, yeah, let's ha- let's have a look through. So we'll 
We'll start off with teams that have excelled this season over and above what they were kind of expected to do. So um, any particular clubs that stand out, Mr. Dupe, you go first. I would like to nominate Eric Ten Hag's men. Now, I appreciate that's not the list of suggestions, but I feel that when you do Sims, when you see, uh, like, in the future, Man United don't do that well. And we're doing very well this year. He's united the team. And I feel that Manchester United should deserve a bump. Makes a change, though, because normally they win the fucking league every year. I agree, yeah. I agree. It's about time they had a a downgrade. And and I think they were very very worth one. They were worth one because they have been poor. However, this time, I think, you know, we, we were doing all right. And I feel that United could very much well be deserving of one. Yeah, the first thing that came into my mind is what Joe says. I, like, I've never been used to playing FM where it hasn't been United dominating, but obviously it's the Liverpool City thing. Like when when FM23 is released, it was November, but obviously it's been in development for a long time. If you were building that game for the last, you know, the year before that, you're like, yeah, silly Liverpool. This is the year of silly Liverpool. And I mean, obviously City now, even tonight, have just beaten Arsenal. They're back at top of the league, just about. What is but it, no Eric Ten Hag said? Era's end. Era's end. Yeah, era's um, come to an end. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's a strange one to see how how much it's turned. But like United are doing crazy things, and and we'll probably talk about it in a minute about some of the individual players. But um, it's it's good for the league to see United back up there because for a brief moment there it looked like it was going to be Liverpool City for the next ten years. But Liverpool have, have quickly put an end to that for us, as we discussed last week. Not a Liverpool pod though. On a on a tangent of that, and I might be wrong because I don't watch a lot. I do watch a lot of them. I don't. I don't pay that much attention to all the shit surrounding it. Do you feel that Salah had the potential to take over like the crown of like Messi and Ronaldo, and then just has fallen off a cliff a bit? Like he's still brilliant, but he hasn't gone on to that kind of superstar. That's the consistency, though, right? Well, That's... he wasn't, was he? Because he was super consistent, and now it's he seems to just. I think obviously where the team isn't performing as well, he's not performing as well. Maybe like he misses Sadio Mane, but I just feel like he he was there, like easily probably the third best player in the world, and now he's kind of, I don't know, he just seems to have fallen away a bit. Where like teams were scared of him, and now I don't I don't see it. I don't feel it. I do feel that um, Mane is a massive loss. I do feel what you've seen with Mane was his runs in the box was creating so much space for Salah to do what Salah did. Um, also, that invincible feeling that they had, Liverpool at that, that stage were just so difficult to stop. They were so in your face, that heavy metal football. Um, they were on top of the world. Like It was just, the confidence was like coursing through their veins. And now, you know, they, they really, you know, really struggling. And he is one of those that have really struggled. I think his, his stats this year are, are shocking, really. Um, and maybe he deserves a go the other way. I think hindsight is to save easy. us. He should have left. To save us getting lambasted further oh, for just talking <laughs> about Liverpool again. Uh, other suggestions for teams that are deserving of a, a bump based on performances. Mr. Mr. Mad, of course, is going to have his own well, you see- cap in the ring. I have, I have a bit of a beef because Newcastle, you know, on, on a similar note, Newcastle don't do very well in FM when you're looking at 
like you particularly manage me managing a different league <laughs> they just don't seem to be doing very well uh, and any, a lot of the saves I've seen I've seen them get relegated particularly when the game launched there was a lot of you know clips and screenshots of them being relegated they're signing some odd players Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall frauds that's yeah well Jason Tindall maybe but I won't accept the Eddie Howe one I'm sorry Matt but um, the players they sign and I think a big one is probably you know even when you go in there now and look at the attributes for a lot of players the players who have really shone for Newcastle this season your Almirons and Joe Lintons and Fabian Scher again go back eight months ago when you were putting in attributes in you know let's say last summer or whenever it was there's no way anyone's looking at that team going yeah these are the guys who are going to do well fair enough Bruno and maybe Isaac um, so I think that'll be a bit of a surprise package and I'd expect to see a change there obviously based on the performances Obviously, yeah, we're, we're probably English league biased. So I'd mm. say Fulham and Brentford are two teams that have kind of outperformed where I think they are in-game. Um, but in Italy, Napoli are... Oh, my boy. Oh, I mean, oh. they are smashing. I mean, yeah, you look at the individuals and they, they've got great attributes. But the team itself, like that is the best team in Italy by far. On Italy? I think also we should... Like, I know we're talking about bumps, but... You've ever been shocking. You see how far they are off of the points. They got docked, yeah. Oh, it's a joke, man. Sorry. Was... Well, I'm glad you're paying I, attention. I, I, thought, I thought you'd change your mind and you'll save there. I'll just go down and let this tumbleweed out of the door. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can move, can you? Um. Anyway, on, on less English-centric teams, uh, a fellow football manager player is currently their manager. Uh, Reims in France they've gone on an absolute tear I think is it now 14 games unbeaten since he was made permanent manager and they're taking a 20k fine love that every match even reloaded to to, uh, to to because he doesn't have the qualifications required to coach in league uh, um, but he's taken points from PSG quite famously um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a great story for everyone who plays football manager who thinks they could do real management. And obviously Will still has worked his way up and is very deserving of his role currently anyway. Um and I think it really shows how hard you have to work and it isn't just a case of clicking buttons and pretending you're playing not playing a spreadsheet. Oh, and um, and having a decent loan striker from Arsenal. Yeah, that probably helps a little bit, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that, that's, that's no FM. different to playing FM yeah. when you've got affiliate links. Yeah. So signing Gabriel Barbosa for Stoke. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same, exactly. It's exactly the same. He's just playing FM in real life. It's a Spider-Man meme. I, I'd love to see. I mean, I don't know if it'll happen, but obviously, you know, the FM folk know that Will still has played FM, and it's 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 doing the rounds. I'd love to see them give him a nice attributes boost. So that you know, you're you're two or three seasons in game, and he's replacing Gareth Southgate or something, because like that's straight out of the FM, the, the FM book of of dreams. So hope to, hopefully they'll do him justice. I, I, only if international management gets an upgrade, though. Bum, bum, bum. And if he Just and if he does his, his courses, <laughs> gets his badges. No, no World Cup this year. He'll be, be in there. Yeah. Right. Let's let's move on to the fun stuff then. Like, uh, which is individual players. And who do we think are most deserving of these attribute boosts? We've mentioned 
a couple of players without really going into much depth here. Lissandro Martinez. I think I said that the other week. Mm. Yes, you did. He doesn't even start for Man United in a a lot of games. And he's been, I think I said it on a previous pod, that he could walk into any back four or five. I think he'd, he'd get in any team. And is he? I haven't really looked at him in FM twenty three, Joe. Do you think he's kind of underrated or underestimated in terms of attributes? Um, he's got a good range of attributes. He's it's very even. Where I'd say things and like flat. the typical Argentinian attributes of kind of aggression, work rate. Mm. You know, basically he'll work his nuts off, but he's also very good, obviously tackling, heading. Luke didn't say anything. Um, but he's, uh, he's yeah, he's one of the best centre halves in the league. If you ask me, do you not do you not think that the fact that they have him more, they do have him as a centre back, but they 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 have his role familiarity of wanting to play DM a bit higher at the they've, pitch. They've John O'Shea him. Yeah, and I think that's kind of pigeonholed him that he because he can not... play in a few different positions. His attributes have to be levelled out so that Correct. he doesn't Adama Traore. Yeah, and I think that that's where his downfall is. Now we can clearly see we've had many opportunities to play him as a six. We aren't we aren't playing him as a six, so I do feel you're absolutely right. He needs to. I mean, his tackling's thirteen on mine. That's shocking. Boy's tackles tremendous. Yeah, same as mine. Actually, thirteen. Yeah, it's shocking. Do you know what? Yeah, he's definitely he needs a bump. He's he's very high value, um, but he definitely needs a bump. He plays for Man United. Yeah, true. And I mean, he's talking of another player that plays for United. Rashford, uh, obviously, probably in the form of his career right now. Um, and I did mention it when we first started on the topic that these things do tend to be quite reactionary. But he's just continued to score. He's equaled a goal-scoring record, like consecutive in consecutive matches, which was nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Doop, you can correct yeah, me if yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, he just missed out on the tenth. And and a lot of them have been with his head as well, which is sort of a string to his bow. But he seems to be a, a talisman for United at the moment. Um, and is scoring those sorts of goals that I think you would have probably associated with Ferguson teams where either rescuing a draw from a loss or, you know, getting a a last gasp winner when it looked like it was bound to be a draw, which we haven't seen. And I guess that that goes more down to team mentality than anything else. But Rashford's performances have been standout. I feel like he scores so many goals in FM though. I think he's a good player. Well, that's player the thing. It's already. more like that's that, yeah. I was going to say like I I hadn't quite got there yet, but oh, I was going to I was going <laughs> to say that I've seen his performances in FM already be good, and I don't know if if he's kind of now in real life he's actually reaching what FM views him as currently. I think I tend to find in FM that he plays more as a striker as the years go on, mm. whereas he still predominantly plays off the left. So it might be the reason why, as he kind of progresses through the middle, that's why he scores a lot of goals in FM. But as I say, yeah, kind of form-wise, definitely worth looking at. And if you've ever been on the SI forums, you'll know that there is a certain Manchester United fan that is all over attributes for players. Yeah, all right, less of Dangier. We don't need to speak about him. Um, As we're talking about Martinez, can I talk about another Martinez? And I feel that we need to... Produce a new attribute called shit housery, and get Martin as the goalkeeper from Aston Villa. Uh, he needs a very high shit housery or shit award because he is said shit. Oh, he just he needs 
the um, player winds up, winds up yeah, opponents. Winds up opponents all over that. He is such an ass. He's a like he's a he's a good ass when you're not playing against him, but he's a terrible out, ass when he's when... out of his uh like at, do we does anyone know what his penalty saving like attribute? Uh, I've got it on here is. now. Um, no, because if it's if it's low, it shouldn't be because he's obviously like what the World Cup, but Don't, not just World Cup in games. He's just, no, uh, it's um it's one on ones and like anticipation or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, okay, so his anticipation is 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 twelve, and his his uh one on ones is fourteen. Yeah. So you, you look at um his penalty taking is three. I don't know if that helps. Livakovic, mm. he's like one on ones are like nineteen. Oh wow. Like it's fucking mega high, and he does seem to always save penalties in FM as well. Yeah, right. But should penalty saving be an attribute? I've got a beef with penalty saving because I'm in my fifth season, and I've never saved a penalty. I've never seen a penalty saved. It's because you've not should have edited it. Should have edited it in your database. I'll get Toop to do it when he's doing it. Well, Matt's doing it. We've already had that conversation, but <laughs> Matt's doing it. Yes. You'd be playing at the Manchester City Golf Club. <laughs> I get better. If you know, you know. Club. It's a great golf club. Um, Matt, I'm gonna, Other players, gentlemen. I'm going to throw in another one, Matt. <laughs> we'll, we'll go outside of England again and we'll go back to Italy because there's a player I was actually looking at. I was doing a bit of research on the topic. Adamola Luckman, who I remember having in a save. Look I'm where? pretty sure it was Tenerife in like FM 18 or 19. I had him. So he would have been at Everton in the past as a, as a youth player. He did a big move to Leipzig and now he's kind of found himself uh, in a, Atalanta. And he wasn't alone in the Premier League for a couple of seasons, doing very little. Fulham. 14 goals this season uh, as of last weekend, I think. Four assists um, for Atalanta. I think he's the second top scorer in the league behind Osman. This is like, he's not even a big guy. He's scoring headed goals. He's just absolutely banging for Atalanta and they're kind of getting back to the rest again. So plays, I... Plays in a good system. Yeah. Like when, I, when you look at him in, in FM... You see he's got a lot of, you know, he's just fast and okay on the ball, but like no representation of being much in terms of goal threat, goal contributions. He's definitely getting a bump because he's, like since the World Cup, he's continued and got even better. So we talk about reactionary. I'd be amazed if he doesn't get a good bump. As we're still in Italy, can I recommend two more? I hate to be the guy that says, I told you so, but I told you so. We should get Victor Osimhen to bump. Like He is still very good on this game, but... He is rocking the world over in Italy. And his mate, and I'm not going to try and pronounce his name, but the guy that plays out on the Cabrascala. left. Thank you very much. Cabrera very Donna. good player. And he has been awesome. And he isn't justified. He is good on the game already, but he has been awesome. Um, so I recommend those two. Dribbling 20. When, when they win the Champions League. talking about me or them? They, they can, they can, yeah. uh, the Harry Kane. <laughs> um, Harry Kane. One that has interested me back in England, João Felix. We've spoken about him quite a lot, that he doesn't really have a position in FM. That is is his position. And I think I was quite surprised that he came over. He's been playing in a defensive system in Spain. He's now come to England and he's kind of taken to the Premier League like a duck to water. I thought he'd get the shit kicked out of him and kind of hide away. And he's actually given me like... He looks quite bulky. Like he looks like he's bulked up. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe his role can be more tweaked to a striking role. Because I think I think he's going to do really really well this second second half of the season. He looks good so far. In fairness, 
Um, if he's going to stay, that's the question. Because of the system, obviously, that Atletico Madrid play, I think that's why he doesn't fit in it, because it, the role he was playing isn't the kind of player he is. And I think now you might see a different João Felix play for Chelsea, so he might have to have his role adjusted rather than maybe his attributes. It's it's uh, That actually brings about like a fascinating question, really, about how players are viewed and purely because of the teams that they play in and that maybe that's where a lot of players become undervalued or they get typecast into a particular role and then we end up seeing drastic shifts. Like Joel Linton is perhaps another more contemporary example of that where he was signed by Newcastle to fill a striking role that he could never fulfil. At Hoffenheim he played as a second striker predominantly. He was never really a goal scorer. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas now he plays a kind of hybrid role where he's a box-to-box midfielder, but he's also occasionally filling in on on one of the uh, mm, uh, one of the, on the front left. three, mm. uh, predominantly from the left. Um, but equally, kind of plays a bit of a Mazzala role as well, where he he sort of he he sort of almost swaps positions with whoever is on the left frequently from the at least in the matches that I've seen him play in. Um, obviously, it depends on personnel. And I get that the whole thing about uh, roles in FM have to be defined and it's it's difficult to find the right role for a particular player and then matching their attributes to make sure that they are, are capable of fulfilling that role, whereas it just becomes a bit redundant. But it's... Um, I think when that you've what you've highlighted there with the João Felix move, Joe, is that a lot of players perhaps will need attributes tweaking a lot more than will be tweaked so that they are able to actually play in a role that they should be playing in i think i've made sense there hopefully um but we will uh we'll, we'll wrap things up uh with some save suggestions that we think may well come as of the update uh, and i think there are there are some fairly obvious ones but equally some of these would make fantastic saves if you're wanting to start a brand new save on like a fresh database can i make a suggestion of manchester city relegate no i'm joking um, <laughs> <laughs> um I think you're absolutely right. Um, and talking about the Premier League, I would still say my one of my favourite saves would be to go to Southampton. Obviously struggling. They've got uh, still a very good core of young quality English players in there. Uh, James Ward-Prowse, they've still got Livermento. Um, and if you can keep them from the drop, you're going to get some money and hopefully you'll be able to invest that into a real striker that can score some goals. To echo what you said there, dude, you said one of your favourite saves. One of my always kind of go-to saves in the past has been Valencia. Because they've I mean, they're a batshit fucking club, the way it's ran and everything. Really? Batshit. Bat they got a bat on their badge. Do they? What? They're just <laughs> poetry there, Joe. Um, I've always enjoyed those saves because they've always just consistently been behind Barcelona and Real Madrid since Valencia's kind of glory days of the early 2000s. So it's always a good challenge. But obviously, if anyone doesn't know, they've... I mean, we said batshit. They've just sacked a batshit manager in Gattuso. Uh, and they're just they're all over the place again I think they're, they've dropped since the World Cup they've dropped back down towards the bottom of the league but still still some good players in the club good youth players come through uh, well worth a shout in the winter update for me Valencia quite tempted not gonna lie that whole club is just a fucking mess from top to bottom bananas yeah they got like a half built stadium from 15 years ago <laughs> they've got the Salford owner Peter Lim owns Peter it. Lim 
What's not to like? <laughs> it sounds like a perfect FM save team. It really does. <laughs> Joey, I think not, you got to do it, Joey. No, mate, they're Villarreal's biggest rivals. True. But I, do, I do like Valencia, to be fair. It's, it's one of them, when I think back, David Silva, you know, that kind of era was a, was a lovely team they had. Juan Mata. Mendieta was there as well, I think, originally. Yeah, that was, was a little bit player. before that. Pablo yeah. Aymar and players like that, yeah. Was it, was it Valencia that did the incredible magician? Player with it. Nah, that was Villarreal with Sam oh, Cazola. Shit. Oh, well, that's awkward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I suggest another one, Matt? Go on. I'm going to suggest a team that has a one. bank full of money and a squad full of no players at all. And that's Ajax. So, uh, not a lot mm. of people spoke about it in the summer, but obviously they lost their incredible world class, one of the best managers in the world, apparently. Um, Eric Ten Hag, and also lost a shit ton of players. Uh, Anthony and Martinez to Manchester United. They lost. Somebody else helped me. A few more. Thank you. Um, and I recommend you go and try and help there because they've just sat their manager, who's actually a target for Leeds, I think it was. Or no, Southampton. And uh, it could be quite exciting. Quite a tough ch- save. It's always fun managing in, uh, in, in Netherlands because it's quite easy. Uh, and only the real losers manage over in Netherlands. So, yeah. Hello. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Sorry, Matt. Exhibit A. <laughs> what about... Oh. What, can we talk about Huddersfield for a moment? I mean, we sure. just mentioned them uh, a moment ago, but is it really true that Neil Warnock is now the Huddersfield manager? 74 years of age. Yeah. Well, they are like really Did you see shit. the stat? Did you see the stat that the, the last par- time he yeah. managed Huddersfield, Buffon played for Palmer? Oh, He's wow. now managing them now and Buffon plays for Palmer. Wow. I think it was like 1995 or something. Yeah, it was like, it was like, like 30 years ago. <laughs> that is sick. So obviously I went and watched Huddersfield in the playoff final and look at them now. That's crazy. Bottom, like, bottom of the league, isn't it? Bottom of the league, yeah. Like, shocking. They lost again 3-0 tonight uh, to Stoke. Um, yeah, absolutely shite. So that, they've lost two really good players. Um, I only know the name of one of them. Lewis O'Brien, who Lewis plays O'Brien. over in uh, Nottingham Forest. Like he was, he was a very good player for them. He, well, he doesn't, he doesn't actually well, play for them. He's yeah, dropped out of the squad, wasn't he? That, yeah, he has. Well, that's place, a but, that's a ridiculous situation. In itself, but still, but uh, he's a good player, and he would have been. You know, he did he did well for them. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's that's a good save. It's a good narrative because Huddersfield started quite well, and then I think their manager Corbran left. Went Carlos to Corbran left. Brom. Went to West Brom, and then obviously Huddersfield plummeted. plummeted. Like he, he didn't go straight to West Brom. He went via Olympiacos. Did he? Oh, I did not know that. He, yes, because I, I just think you know, like a lot because you don't know once care about the championship. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy, crazy to. to think. It it's is a crazy. Fucked up league now. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. The championship to think. is mental, mate. It is mental that that um, Huddersfield were minutes away from playing the likes of uh, Man City, Man United, all that jazz, and they are now six months away from playing Forest Green away. <laughs> <laughs> like the difference in quality is the massive. The thing is that they they like l- losing two key players. Like you mentioned, Lewis O'Brien. The other was Harry Toffolo. That was it. Toffolo, yeah, that's right. Uh, Toffolo, however you're supposed to it's actually not pronounce it. Right, it's fine. Good, good, good job you here, dude. Good England. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, I think two key players in two key positions, plus losing your manager. Mm. I mean, they they brought in his assistant to replace him, which perhaps wasn't the greatest idea. 
but giving a young like young coach a chance is fair enough. They did the same again midway through the season. He lasted four months, and yeah, it's not gone well. So, I mean, if Warnock can save them, great. If you can save them, if Warnock can save them, Warnock saves them. Well, he saves them. It's more. It's more the the team that he has is very much built differently to how he would have built a team. He doesn't have a transfer window to try and save it. He's got to deal with the hand he's dealt. So, And plus, they, he's lost a few other players during the, the transfer window as well. Blackburn signed one of their forwards, uh, Sorber. I can't remember the other. It's hyphenated. Thomas. No. No. Sorber, Sorber Thomas, Thomas yeah. that's the one. Thank you. A Delta Rep's coming in on a free. <laughs> if there are anybody, is there, is there anybody <laughs> out Hill. there that listens to this podcast that has contacts at Netflix, Amazon, Amazon, any of these other services, Disney, go and get some cameras in that dressing room and film see, the that, six like, months. That, that would be that. The thing is, that would be like uh, like Joe was mentioning about the the Buffon mm. and Warnock paradox. He there there is uh, a Huddersfield documentary when he was there in '95 Line when out. they're in Division Three. Line out. That was that so was. So they a, need to get uh, somebody Sheffield in United, there ASAP. Rocket. But there is there is like when because he's uh, there's footage of him in the dressing room, um, very similar to the Sheffield United situation, but like that it's like missed. It, it's all steamed up because someone's left the showers on and all of this. It's, it's, you know, fantastic watch. I think Andy Booth is playing for Huddersfield at the time. So that shows you how old it is. If, if you're old enough to remember who Andy Booth is, um, also a legend and championship manager. You, what your challenge needs to be dope mm. is get matey boy to see if he can get one of his signed pictures out of Warnock's bum bag. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take some <laughs> of that. Because that is one of the best things ever, and it just turn up at a match with a bum bag full of signed photos. Um, to to slightly, I guess, slightly skew things slightly differently. We 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 kind of in a similar vein as Leeds to Southampton, but the one I'm going to yeah. go, on a slightly more positive note uh, is Middlesbrough. Oh, which Carrick. another championship team, but Michael Carrick has done a fantastic job. Top two now. So so the. The challenge would be to try and do the same as what he's done, like picking up a team that was really faltering under Chris Wilder uh, and turning them around completely with minimal additions. So uh, if you're able to do that, and like your challenge could be to basically know, you know, start the season afresh. Alternatively, you've got the use of the various tools that allow you to use like the real fixture updates and things like that that exist. Uh, on your favourite football manager websites, um, that will allow allow you to start the season sort of as of the most recent set of fixtures they have, and see how well you are able to do in comparison to Mister Carrick, uh, which would be an interesting take on that leading into sort of next season. Right, we'll end things there. Hopefully, uh, you've enjoyed that, listeners. And if you are looking for a new save. There are some options for you right there. If you have some of your own, let us know on Twitter. And there will be an accompanying article uh, that Mr. Mad has put together for us as well. So check that out too once it's dropped on the website. Right, Mr. Madden, over to you. Oh, Quiz time, son. Fuck's sake. It's time for the quiz.
You've just, Dupe's little face when he's realised we're doing a quiz. He thought we were. You know, if, oh, if, yeah, he'd have, if he'd have not been doing his V's all along, I'd have just said, "Say goodbye, folks." But no. Oh, I'm on. Me and me and Joe are gonna we're gonna we're gonna protest, Joe, aren't we? Hoods up, hoods up. No. Well, the, the the first piece of news you can work together on this one, lads. So oh, it's okay, down to yourselves, right. working as a team to get through it together. So sticking with the theme of players improving over a season, I have in front of me the 26 players who have won the Premier League Young Player of the Year award since 1992. Some of them have won it more than once, but there's 26 individuals since 1992 that have won the Young Player of the Year award. So what we'll do is we'll ask you to work together as a team, see if you can get all 26. I'm going to give you five minutes uh, to do it and your time. So you can just shout in and shout in an answer. I'll let you know if you're right. And if you get stuck, I'll, I'll help as I always do. Yeah. Time starts Ryan now. Giggs. Ryan Giggs is correct. Rooney. Michael Owen. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney is correct. Michael Owen. Michael Owen is correct. Saka. Saka is incorrect. Did he not win an Astra? He did not. Ooh, blamey. Uh, Sterling. Sterling is correct. Ronaldo. Ronaldo is correct. Foden. David. Foden won it last year, Dupe, I believe. Sorry, and Matt. It is correct. Matt. David Beckham. David Beckham is correct. Shout. Ooh, uh, I'm trying to think of United ones. Deli Alley? Deli Alley won it twice, Matthew. So, great shot. Correct. Where is he now? Not winning Player of the Year awards. Not making a joke. Steven Gerrard? Stevie Gerrard is on the list, too. Correct. Frankus Lampus. Interestingly, Frank Lampard is not on the list. Damn. Jack Wilshire. Jack Wilshire is on the list. Indeed. Correct. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Trent Alexander-Arnold is correct. He has also won it. I should be giving you the years, but no one has time for that. How many of your about me years? It sounds silly, but how old is it? So from 1992 20, onwards. No, no, no. Is it 23 and below? Ah, question. Uh, I believe so. I'm looking at Matt here. He normally knows these things. Don't ask. You're probably Andy gone past Cole. halfway. Andy Cole is a huge shout, Joe. Well done. I think Just he was the first standing one. Standing there with that horrible, horrible suit. Sesc Fabregas? <laughs> Sesc Fabregas. Is correct. Also on the Robbie list. Fowler? Robbie Fowler won it twice yes, in the 90s. Rem- He's on the list. I remember, his, remember him wearing that with a Dickie Bow suit. Oh, Harry good Kane. shout. Harry Kane, correct. Also on the list as one of once. Jack Wheelchair. We've wheelchair. had wheelchair already. Uh, Gareth Bale Dupe is on the list. Correct. Well done. So you've got one, two, three, four. Gareth Barry? Gareth Barry is not on the list, and you have nine to go, lads. Is that um, players or nine years? Nine individual players. Nicholas Anelka is on the list. Great shot, Joe. You're down to eight. Just trying to go back to the early ones when it was actually a thing. Joe Cole? Joe Cole is not on the list, Matt. Good shot, though. 
Just thinking of young players that moved early. Someone like Rio. Rio is not on the list. I feel like Jermaine Penis was in there. Jermaine Genus is on the list. Has one at once. <laughs> Correct. Robbie Keane in there? Robbie Keane sadly is not on the list. Who else? Was, who else? That Leeds team. Seth Johnson? Seth Johnson, I remember very well from, was it CM or FM, but he's not on the list. Might have been CM, you know. It would have been CMO 102. Harry yeah. Kuehl? Harry Kuehl, correct, Joe. Well done. I love how you are literally going through that league squad. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you said Nick Rio. You, you said Rio, and I was like, oh, yeah, they had some good. They bought all the youngsters, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Ridsdale and his mm. an imaginary money bank. Can I jump a few years? Leroy Sane? Leroy Sane, correct, to uh, dupe. Well done. Good shout, indeed. You lot work on the older ones. I'll think about the newer ones. You've what got... years are we missing, Matt? Oh, good question. Oh, Leeds. Um, um, James Milner? James Milner, correct. <sighs> well done. Is absolutely on the list. He was 2009, Did Scotty Parker win one? Scotty Parker did indeed win one, Dupe. Great shout. He won it in 2003, must... 2004 with I two clubs. He... Did he win all of the like, awards that you could... like? He won I the Football a... Writers Award as well. Isn't... as well I'm as sure like that's a quiz question somewhere, Matt. Save it for the quiz. Oh, not, not this one. Not this one. <laughs> so we have one, two, three, and four to go. And I'll give you the years. So you're looking for the, the years. Oh, one. The years don't matter. The teams would be better. I can give you the teams if you like. I can give go you on. everything you want. Like, it's a very kind tonight. So I've got one player who won it while playing for Newcastle. Now you want the year. <laughs> I've got one player who won it whilst playing for I need to make sure I get the club right here because it's on the list for Spurs one whilst playing for Chelsea Kyle Walker Kyle Walker is correct that's the Spurs one off the list Aiden Hazard is correct that's the Chelsea player so you're down to two boys so you got one who played for Newcastle and another who played for Aston Villa what year would Newcastle be? We would be going early two thousand. Oh no, it's not uh, Ashley Hester, Young. Ashley Young is Newcastle. correct, the Aston Villa player in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. So we have one player left on the list. Newcastle. What year was it? It's a good chance he was on that um, Champions League team that Bobby Robson was managing. We were talking about earlier. It was oh one oh two. Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy, oh. shout Joe. Craig Bellamy did win it in 2001, 2002. 26 players, lads, in about five and a half minutes. I'll give it to you. Well done. Well, you said five, so we fell. Take it. But we did a quiz in in less than 10 minutes, so everyone's happy. Uh, Thank you very much for that, Mr. Madden. What's the tiebreaker? That was good. (laughs) You want the tiebreaker? I've probably already given you some of them, but four of them have won it twice. Four players have won it twice. Geeks. Geeks Ali. is not. Delhi Ali was one because I told you. Man. Robbie Fowler. <laughs> Robbie Fowler is one. Foden, Robbie Fowler. Foden is one, yes. So Foden, Fowler, Ali, and one more.
pretty sh- pretty sure it's the first one that you guessed when we started the quiz as well. Oh, gigs. Negative. That was the first one to guess. Well, then it might have been the second one. <laughs> Rain, Rain, Rooney. Wayne Rooney. Yes, indeed. Remember the name. Done. Bedtime. Yeah, well, Lovely. Where did any of them get? <laughs> <laughs> What a bag of shite. Mm. Anyway, uh, that brings episode 288 to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all our latest Football Manager content including the third instalment of our Wonder Kid Watch series which profiles Italian-American midfielder Gianluca Busio. We are saying that intentionally for reasons. Uh, Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There'll be more Football Manager from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Bye. We can have them.